You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We are guys in short sports. Galaxy came back, scored a nice go. team goal. What's Beautiful. a team goal? It comes off of one person's <laughs> foot. We're part sports cast. I don't think Babe Ruth ever hit a home run into a waterfall. Then he never played in a real stadium. Part backyard barbecue. USA! And USA. all LA sports. Dodger Stadium has a tradition also. They've hosted eight World Series. Guys in shorts, bringing you everything you need to know in LA sports. I think we should use Chloe as our barometer. And some of the stuff you probably didn't. <laughs> How do we get there? Guys in shorts, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Welcome to week nine of the Guys in Shorts Kings show. The Kings played twice since last we met. The first was a loss to the Hurricanes, 3-1. to one. They followed that up with a big win against the Senators, 4-1. to one. They're currently sitting at fifth place in the Pacific at 14-11 and 11 with 30 points. We'll be recapping both those games as well as previewing the week to come. Let's get to it. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is James Whitlock. Leaving. On a jet plane. <laughs> Beautiful. That was wow. lovely. And Jordan Heckman. Welcome to Thunderdome. Oh, 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 I love it. Dennis Wilson is out this week in, in enemy territory in Chicago. Chicago. What an idiot. Chicago. Duh, Bears. Who goes over there? <laughs> so we are actually fortunate enough to have a guest sitting in who is with the Kings. He's Bailey's handler. Let's hear it for Michael Timoney. Yeah. Woo, woo. Welcome, wow. buddy. Glad what? to have you, buddy. It's an honor to be here. Yeah. I'm really glad that two of us are wearing King shirts. Yeah. A little awkward. Just saying. That you Just two. saying. I'm going to well, call you out right off, uh, yeah. right off the Keep bat. Keep calm, Taiwan. <laughs> at at, least, at my, least James is wearing shorts today. That's true. They're usually not <laughs> even in shorts. Pale in shorts. Yeah. And I actually my shirt says Best here. Coast. Oh, yeah. Oh, that works. That works. Close. It's LA. Close enough. (laughs) Michael, welcome. So good to have you. You are, I think, our first guest. First in studio guest. First in studio guest. Wow. And this is big time. This is big time. Bailey's handler. How did did you get this story? Give us some background. Start from the beginning. So at the age of 18, I had season tickets back in 2006, 2007, which was like one of the worst years the Kings ever had. They were out of the playoffs in December. Nobody can call you a Fairweather fan. Exactly, exactly. So uh, I saw the ice crew kind of run around throwing shirts out. I'm like, man, what a sweet job. Like they're out on the ice. Yeah. Just picking up people. shirt guns. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I need that. How do I get that? talked to uh one of the girls that was on the crew at the time and she said 
in August, we have auditions, go on the website, fill out the form. So come August, I go to audition and it's starts at, I think like 5 PM and it's about 60 guys, a hundred girls. And we're doing improv. Great ratio, by the way. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fair too. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, so improv. So yeah, did you have a background in improv? Or actually, yeah, I, okay. I I was on an improv group in uh, college. Okay, so all right. To me, I was like, oh sweet, yeah, this is no problem <laughs> at all. Like, I got this one in the bag. <laughs> but I was just nervous because I really wanted to work for the Kings because I'm like, oh my god, this is like the dream, the dream job. Yeah, yeah. You're if you're a hardcore Kings fan, your dream is to work for the team. So we did the whole improv. We would do about. Five minutes of improv, and then the judges would leave for about 15, 20 minutes. They'd come back. Everybody's sweaty palms, shaking, or that was probably just me because I was so nervous and wanted the job. Jordan usually has sweaty palms. So <laughs> that's that's for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the guys who's the judge, his name was Ben, and he was like the Grim Reaper. He would just come in and you I saw I can tell him. you nothing good ever came from anyone named Ben. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Sitting we have a band on the other show. Yeah. Probably a Raiders <laughs> okay. fan, too. Right there, too. <laughs> so Ben would come out, and he would say, you know, we want to thank you all for coming. If I say your number, unfortunately, it's a no from us. So everybody's kind of, you know, looking down, what number am I? And I still remember I was number seven. That was my, actually, that was like my number in sports and everything. So I felt yeah. extra confident. Good I was karma. like, oh, this yeah. is good. This is good. So he would instantly, like... 15, thank you, but it's a no. Se uh, 17, thank you, but it's a no. 28, thank you, but it's a no. And like every time he said a number, I'm looking down at mine, like mine magically like changed. Change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. one that he just read, you know? Oh, shit, I'm 28 now. Yeah. Does it match? Does it match? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what happened? You know? And so it was about like four or five hours of this. And then, you know, the room is getting lighter and lighter with people in there. And then. Finally, it comes down to, okay, you need to uh, go and interview with, like, the eight different judges. So I told everybody, I'm like, I asked one of the guys who was kind of helping out. I'm like, do you mind if I kind of go first? I took the Metro to get out here. And I go, I don't know what time the train stopped running. So he was like, oh, yeah, 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 cool, cool. So I was, like, probably, like, the fifth person to go and did all my interviews. And I hop on the Metro outside Staples Center, and I start heading home towards Cerritos, and I get to uh, – the transfer point, hop on, and it stops at Compton. And I'm like, okay, I'm just sitting waiting. And then somebody goes, uh, just so you know, the metro's done for the for the night. Oh, whoops! Oh. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> at least you're in the lovely city of Compton. City of Compton. <laughs> I'm like, cool. It's 1 a.m. Oh boy. I'm a white guy in basketball shorts and a white t-shirt. <laughs> It says, beat me up, like, from head to toe right now. So I call my brother, Brandon, and I'm like, he answers the phone. I go, Brandon, please tell me you're, like, you're not home right now. He goes, no, why, what's up? I go, dude, I am stuck in Compton. Please come pick me up. He's like, what the hell are you doing there? I go, the Metro stopped running, and I just got done auditioning to be on the ice crew. Just please save me. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, all right, It's a good well, thing James wasn't your brother because he'd have left you. Oh, and Brandon's a ride or die guy. He will do anything for oh, anybody. Oh, 100%. <laughs> this is yeah. the guy you want on your side. You could be in like New York and he'd be like, all right, I'm leaving now. My boy. <laughs> yeah. Just let me call off. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, you need to go somewhere where I can like go to tell me the cross streets. I'm like, dude, I'm not leaving the metro station. He goes, 
I can't pick you up right there. I can't stop on a freeway. And I'm like, oh my God. So I hopped down the steps and there's like a McDonald's. So I told him kind of the cross streets and he goes, all right, just stay there. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm like I'm going to go wander off. <laughs> yeah, right, right, I'm going to yeah. go explore. Get some shopping done. Get some, take I'm in gonna, the culture. <laughs> I'm going to go good time explore. for trick-or-treating maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go check out Compton. I heard it's great here at 1 a.m. when all the bars are getting ready to close. So then there's like security guards are like, hey, man, uh, you okay? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Waiting for my brother to pick me up. I mean, Come hang out with us. I said, you, you got it. Yes, sir. <laughs> no wow. problem. But then uh, it was like, I think like four or five days later, they said, you know, we'll give you a call on like a Thursday or a Friday. And uh, at the time I was coaching at Gar High School, the volleyball team. And I was, those two days that they said they were calling, my phone was in my hand constantly. I told, yeah. I said, just scrimmage. Like, <laughs> just scrimmage. I'm like, by the phone. just staring at my cell phone. Like, why aren't they calling? And like, I had uh, AT and T at the time, I think. So my reception sucked. <laughs> Drop calls all the time. And uh, so when they finally called, I was at home, and I saw like the 818 area code come up, and it says Los Angeles. I looked at my mom. I go, Oh my god, it's them. They're calling. She goes, Well, pick it up, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm scared. Like. So I got the call and they told me uh, I made the crew and I was like pumped. I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to overreact because then I thought I would get like fired instantly. Like, okay, no, this guy <laughs> no, can't be trusted. Way too excited. He's, about a, this. he's, he's a super <laughs> fan. No, we can't have that. He's got yeah. too much spirit. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, can I have a couple days to think about it? I'll, and I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah, right. so, so when I hung up the phone, I let out like the biggest like woohoo, like just screaming, running yeah. up and down the street, just super pumped. And when I had a, our first orientation, they were like, yeah, we totally thought you were going to be like one of the people going nuts on the phone. I was like, oh, when I hung up, I went crazy. I, just, I didn't want to look. I didn't want to be like that weird guy on the phone with you guys and like have a weird vibe right off the start. And they kind of like laughed about yeah. it. So That's nine funny. years later, I'm still there. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. cool. Very we cool. appreciate so, you because you you bring a lot of enthusiasm. You help Bailey get around and, and get all the uh, yeah. get all the excitement out of the crowd. And I'll tell you what, the last game, well. On the eighth, I was there, and and Bailey was doing like pictures with uh, fans that wanted to go down a certain section, and without Bailey involved, it's a different game. It really oh, is. Really? Like, sure. It was the energy was a lot lower, yeah. and when he came back in the third period, all of a sudden everybody starts getting into it again, uh, and it was kind of like going to that Devils game. Like it was just horrible. Like. <laughs> Feel bad for Silent, yelling, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so once Bailey got back in, so it just goes to show what game entertainment does for the environment and and what it adds to the game and maybe even for the players. So it's honestly like game entertainment. I feel like they have the hardest job because when the play's not happening, that's our department. We're doing everything else. We're doing the videos. We're doing the music. We're doing all the promotions and. You know, it's just, it's a really, really difficult job that so many things could go wrong because, you know, like ticket sales, 100% is a hard job. But when your team's won two cups in three years, yeah, it's like, yeah, that's all you got to say. And they're like, themselves. okay, cool. You know, like it's not tough times there. But I mean, with game entertainment, like the video board can go down and then we're like, oh crap. 
or the sound doesn't work for a video and we're panicking trying to figure out does that happen how- often well for the vegas nights it does Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My bad. It's the golden nights. Yeah. Oh, the golden yeah. showers. Sorry, golden guys. Showers <laughs> nights. Yes. Oh, man. T Mobile's nice. It's a nice arena. It's also AEG, by the way. Looks bitching. We're talking the AEG oh, right. guys. And yes. they uh, they split it with uh, uh, MGM. So AEG Properties has the. Uh, the upper deck on there. Man, if you got vertigo and you're sitting in that upper deck area, it's terrifying. I mean, every like when you stand up, you feel like you're standing on the person's head in front of you because it's so just so don't up and sit down. in the top levels. Steep. I mean, yeah. when I was there for Frozen Fury, walking around with Bailey doing visits, that you know people were like, Bailey, come, you know, come visit me in my seat, and blah blah blah. So we were up in the upper deck giving out, you know, his little Bailey buddies packs and his VIBs and. We went to that upper level, and he walked all the way down to that very first row to do a delivery. And like me, I mean, I play hockey, I'm a ref, and I feel like I'm in good shape. When I walked to the top, I was completely out of breath. I was like, oh, my God, this is a hike and a half. And I looked down at Bailey, and I said, there's no way he's going to make it up without fainting. Cause yeah. It was, and the shoes have to, like, oh, man. that'd be tough for him, yeah. So I will not be sitting in those upper decks. If he's having problems with it, I will just fall down. <laughs> no, sit in the upper deck, but yeah. sit in the last row. You're fine. <laughs> James only sits in suites anyway. Yeah, right? apparently. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Or the 100 level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, no big. So any good horror stories or anything from all your time with the Kings or, or good good stories, I suppose? It doesn't have to be horror uh, stories. I think the best story to me will always be 2014 when we won the cup because I wasn't there in 2012. I had got a job offer from the Dallas Stars to be like the second person in charge of their game entertainment. So okay. it's like, you can't really pass that up, you know? So I went out to Dallas and then that organization was having some problems and they got a new owner. The new owner hired the people he trusted to work under him and then they basically cleaned house. That's how sports work. You want to work with the people that you know and trust. So basically they cleaned house. So 2012, I was back home, but I wasn't at Staples Center. I was watching with my family and it killed me. So 2014 came and when we, when Alec Martinez scored that game winning goal in double overtime, like my heart stopped and I would just like, was like, oh my God, like it just happened. I'm here to see them win the Stanley Cup. And I ran over to my wife who has season tickets. I like gave her the biggest hug. I was crying because like to everybody else, it was like, eh, we did this celebration two years ago, but this was the first time that I got to do it and like take experience. it all in, yeah. you know? Yeah. And after that, the uh the higher up said, you know, come on up to the VIP party. So we were up there with all the players, their families, and you know, we we're having a great time celebrating with them. And one of my best friends, Joe, is one of the equipment guys. And the cup is like, I think Kopi has the puck. And he just goes, hey, Kopi, let me get it next. And I'm like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, he just. Can told- I get it on that? Or what? <laughs> so he got the cup and he passed it to me. He said, here you go. And I, I held the Stanley Cup. And I was like, at no point do I deserve at all to be hoisting this over my head. Wow. But I'm doing it. And wow. this is fantastic. That is awesome. And it's like what goes through your head after you do it, you're just like, oh my God, I just held the Stanley Cup over my head. And you're like, yeah. Jeremy Roenick That's has huge. never done this. Right. 
Jeremy Roenick, like one of the greatest American-born players, has never won the Stanley Cup. Ryan Smith has never won the Stanley Cup. And you're just like, I'm just a guy running around with a lion, and I got to hoist the Stanley Cup. Like Jeremy Roenick put in, what, 20 seasons and never got to do it? Ryan Smith, You're better than him. You are better than him. Yeah. Suck it, Jeremy. Because we know you're listening. Yeah. Pretty safe like, on that one. My buddy, uh, my buddy Joe, I was like, dude, we need to take a picture of us holding it together. So, you know, I had one end, he had the other, and we got a picture. It was just like, wow. Was like, oh it's my still your God. picture for cool. like uh, social media, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think love. I've changed it since. I would never change it either. That's yeah. pretty no strong. Way. Wait, where's, where's <laughs> no, my then, phone? Then Let me tell you what. He also brought in another probably high point of his King's time is he brought in one of the best flag waivers of. Like current history. Oh yeah, I'm here we saying. go. I'm here we saying. go. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one that actually <laughs> helped get me in, and now I think the whole Kings organization. Oh, there it is. Look there at it that. Is. Look at that. This is good pod, but uh, we are looking at the picture. Everybody, look at this. Uh, I don't know if I'm more impressed by you holding the Stanley Cup or that beard. Right? That is hey, legit. I tweeted to Dustin Penner. I'm like, my goal is to get to your beard. Not only did he favorite it, but then he followed me right after. Oh, nice. Pancakes. That's a winning day right That's there. That's amazing. We'll put that up on yeah, our I would say uh, we should definitely put this Instagram up on Twitter or, yeah. or, or both. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you cool. also brought James in as a flag guy there in, in Staples. By the, the way, they, they call him Flag yeah, yeah, I would so. say the That's, official name is Flag It, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> So <laughs> I was trying to be PC, but yes, that's what I get called. <laughs> James is, uh, I saved his marriage probably because he didn't have to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars to go to all those playoff games. Very true. <laughs> because he would have. He, he still has a house I, because I got him in. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Jessica loves true. you for that. Oh, he, yeah. Michael can do no wrong in my family at this point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, I didn't even think of that, but. Yeah. I have since spent all that money at the <laughs> yeah, DLA yeah, store exactly. yeah. on Jersey. It's very uh, true. Got a half a closet full of jerseys. Signed ornaments. Yeah. She, yeah. she told me at one of, I don't know whose birthday party it was, but she goes, I just have to say thank you since I haven't because you saved us so much money <laughs> by getting James into wave the flag. So how many how many jerseys do you have that are not King's jerseys so you can wear it to Ducks games? Probably like <laughs> 10, I think. There it is. Oh, yeah. I so, specifically buy them so that when I do go to Anaheim, I have the other teams. So jersey. your hatred of the Ducks is another <laughs> level. So when you say my two favorite teams are the Kings and anybody else playing the Ducks, he's actually <laughs> the guy yeah. that lives wow. that. Everybody else just says it. He lives it. He commits. My That's buddy, impressive. One of my buddies uh, used to have season tickets for the Ducks, and I mean. I love hockey, so he would hit me up like, you want to go to the game? Yeah, absolutely. So when they were playing, I think, Detroit one night, and I was like, I don't have anything Detroit. So I went to the store and I bought a shirt, <laughs> like yeah. $25 yeah. for one night because I wanted to be that guy. I, I just yeah. I wanted to I piss my that. friend off because – there was another game we played Pittsburgh. Because who doesn't want to piss their friends off? Right? I mean, really? Yeah. That, I feel Especially like that's if they're Ducks friend. fans. <laughs> I feel like that's a good friend, though. That's oh, like, for sure. I mean, yeah. if, come on. Yeah. Like, he hates... He had it coming. He hates Sidney Crosby. Absolutely hates Sidney Crosby. So, 
I got a Sidney Crosby jersey. Oh, perfect. And well I, done. And I was like, hey, do you need somebody to go to the game with you tonight? Because he hadn't asked me yet. And I was like, he's definitely going to need somebody to go. I'm like, just let me know, you know, hitting him up, hitting him up. So when I went to pick him up and he saw that I had a Crosby jersey on, he's like, you mother. Like, <laughs> absolutely furious. He goes, I was wondering why you kept texting me, asking me to go to the got game. Him. <laughs> got him. And then, funny enough, my buddy Joe has, uh, his family has season tickets. So he was like, couple years ago when the Ducks opened up against the Rangers, he's like, you want to go to the game? I was like, yeah, absolutely. So he uh, told his fiance, he goes, I swear, if this guy comes out in a Rangers jersey, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> sure enough, I'm walking out in my white Rangers jersey, oh, just well like, let's go done. to the game. Well, <laughs> let's have some fun. <laughs> I like, love that. He goes, I hate you. <laughs> and we're sitting like like four rows behind the goal, like just prime TV time seats. It was amazing. So if you oh, guys think you're a good hockey classic. fan out there, how about that story? <laughs> That's pretty good. That is pretty strong. All right. Let's actually talk some hockey. How about this year's team? We know what we have to say about them, but Michael, let's get uh, the temperature on your thoughts on this year's Kings team. With everything that's happened to this team right off the bat, I think they're a fantastic team. I think in Ontario, the farm is doing an absolutely amazing job teaching the kids the system of the actual LA Kings so that when they come up, it's nothing new to them. And I mean, technically our third string goalie is our starter. And who was waived? I keep pointing out, but he was waived <laughs> yes. at one point. Yeah. And and now he's like tied for third and like the most wins in the league. It's amazing. Like Peter Budai is absolutely standing on his head. And I mean, I think the guy's just excited that he's in the NHL again. And I mean, in Ontario, he tore it up. He was the best goaltender in the AHL. And now he's up in the NHL, and he's he's keeping us in it. Yeah. I mean, I really – I don't know what we would do without Peter Budai. Like, seriously, he's an amazing goaltender. And the defense that we have, it's nice to have Forbert back there, uh, Gravel. Like, all these guys that are learning from somebody like Drew Doughty and Alec Martinez, it's just – you can't go wrong. Yeah. You, like, you seriously are – I feel like defense really, truly wins you games, especially when, you know, we're not scoring, we're not putting up big numbers on the scoreboard. But to have people like Drew Doughty being able to teach these younger guys, you know, the system, and then you have Kopitar, you have Brown, and I mean, like me, I'm a big fan of Trevor Lewis. I think the guy is amazing for what he does. I think he's great on the... Like the, the penalty kill, line, yeah. the penalty kill, it's nothing without Trevor Lewis on there. Like the guy pisses so many people off because you dump the puck in and you think you have a couple seconds to, you know, think about what you want to do with it. And then there's Trevor Lewis. Just same with Kyle Clifford. Kyle Clifford is an absolute beast out on the ice. A lot of people don't really recognize it, but he's somebody out there on the forecheck every time that's hitting somebody, that's making them screw up some sort of a pass because they're like, holy crap, this guy's right on me right now and I got to do something about it. Like, I think the team, we're going to be fine. We're going to go to the playoffs. Quick can take his time. Let that injury... That is nice. They don't have to rush him exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. Let it heal properly up. and let him get back at and 100%. that is all thanks to Dean Lombardi. Like, Dean Lombardi is a genius. He knows what he's Absolutely. doing. He said when he first got hired, I think he said, like, give me three years and I'll get this team back in the playoffs. Three years later, we were back in the playoffs. And always in contention. 
Exactly. Since then. <clears throat> I mean, that first year against Vancouver, you know, that's actually a team that I hate more than the Ducks. Yes. I like, <laughs> yeah, it, for Deep me, rooted. For, for my hatred of teams, it would have to go San Jose, then Vancouver, then Anaheim. That's fair. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. But I have my own personal reasons for Vancouver because of what they did. Yeah, it is massively impressive what this team has done mm-hmm. under the circumstances and the adversity. Love it. All right, let's talk about the last two games. Since then, takeaways from those. Positives, negatives, what did we think? Jordan? Can we just talk about the Senators game? <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> well, first off, my uh, reverse psychology from last week did not work. It did not work. It, it half worked. Half Halfway. First of all, we should have won that freaking Carolina game. But Half out of two games isn't really a big deal. Like, yeah, well. You I mean, can't call that. Like, 500. It worked. And if you look at the stat line in that game, it looks like we should have won that game. Uh, 22 to 18 shots, uh, 62% face-off wins. Uh, we had 23 hits to their 11. Uh, we didn't have any penalty minutes. was the seventh time in King's history that they did not have any penalty minutes oh, wow. in a game. Stat line looks like we won the game. Of course, we lost 3-1. to one. And it was overwhelming. Like, if you, if yeah. you watch the game, it was overwhelming. Like, Kings could not get it together. There was not a lot of puck possession, like consistent puck possession. Um, they were... Uh, giving the puck up, like at one point we're on the power play, and and Brown kicks the puck back up and clears clears the offensive zone himself. Like, come on, guys, we got to connect. And it, it just didn't seem like they were working together yeah. in that game. Um, and and that's what we've seen that we've seen the team go back and forth, and uh, and not be consistent in those times. So sure, a positive. At least Dowdy scored a goal on his birthday. He did. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. He did. Yeah. What yeah. a present. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I do like uh, a couple of Sutter's uh, quotes after the game. My favorite was when, is when he called the team horse shit, or they played like horse shit. And it was the, the, <laughs> and it played. the third time. <laughs> it played. Oh, yeah, sure. Like it played because they came out in that freaking Senators game. And what was it? Three out of four power plays that they scored on. And that's been a, a spot where we've struggled this year. Yeah. They were listening. That's huge. For sure. Struggled this year. Well, yeah. <laughs> Struggled for the past yeah. several. It was kind of exciting for the Sens game, though. Like a five-minute power play. I was like, oh, it's just like the Stanley Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we do anything with it? Yeah. That's the question. Did. Like, oh, did uh, Skidari take a major again? Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was sad, too, for that Carolina game is that they had played the Ducks the night before mm-hmm. and went into a shootout. So it was like the resting time was a lot less than what they would normally get on a back-to-back. So it's like, come on, you got to take advantage of that. Well, and that's the thing. We have not done that. When, and we get this. We got a lot of them last year. We're getting them again this year where we're getting these these schedule flops and getting these teams right off a game the day before. And and the Ducks aren't a hard-hitting team. They're not, they're not really beating down that. And I think that might be their strategy against teams they know we're going to play next. But uh, in that, we still – you know, have a team that's coming fresh off a game against a decent team, we should be able to capitalize on that. And really the only team we did was Pittsburgh this year. So Yeah. Well, that's we, the thing, though, is that they play to the skill of the other team. It's yeah. like if you write both rosters down on paper, the Kings, it's, it's amazing that they lose games against some of these teams like Carolina. I mean, right. nothing against them, but who are their big-name players? Mm-hmm. Jeff Skinner, Jordan Stahl. Justin Falk. Justin Falk, Cam Jordan's Ward. a great name, though, by the way. 
Debatable. <laughs> that, that that debatable. It's got sweaty palms. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you like Where it. Where the fuck did this come from? Jesus Christ. You did, say it once and it's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, well. Did you audition for the ice cream? <laughs> I heard that's a side effect. Yeah. Uh, I did find it pretty interesting that, uh, that Carolina is the number one PK team in, in the league, which that's already playing against one of our weaknesses, so it really shouldn't have mattered that much, but uh, it was actually really surprising to see because they're barely above 500 now. So, And that's the one we said, oh, we got this one. Yeah. Well, how we many sure times did. does Carolina take a penalty, though? Because I feel like we could be the best, but we're in the box like eight times a game. You know, we're actually not that bad. I, I, I wrote that stat down. We're like ninth in the league or something. Or not, sorry, 17th in the league in uh, penalty minutes per game at 9.53. So it's somewhere there in the middle. It's not as bad as the Ducks. We have like 23 majors, which is retarded. Ah, the Ducks are idiots. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have like 22 or 23 majors. Oh, my God. Yeah. They have like 40 more penalties than we do it's ridiculous is is crying a major now because that's probably where they're getting well, yeah most of it. Perry, <laughs> Perry 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 leads the league in majors so yeah their eyes has to be all lumpy with all the tears that hit that <laughs> <eye>. <laughs> freezing yeah, yeah they just freeze over it's like a mogul you're going over moguls while you play I've never seen ice like that before. not only are their boards fucked no up no wonder so they're in games uh, right yeah. <laughs> no one else knows how to play around them the only arena where you can just Stand still and still move down the ice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. How about the Senators game? Uh, I wrote down power play Palooza in my notes because <laughs> yeah. we went three for four in that game, and it was awesome to watch. A couple other quick notes on that game as well, too. Uh, Sutter got his two, uh, 200th win as a king. Uh, uh, second cool. in L.A. history be- behind Andy Murray. Um, and Dean Lombardi got his 400th win as a Kings GM as well, too. Yes. So nice. That was exciting to see all That's around. Awesome. Gabrick also got his first goal as well, too. So it was a game of first. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that gets him going strong. Yeah. We'd like to see some more out of him. The whole oh, yeah. Gabitar thing Dennis was talking about last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gabitar. Oh, I want to see that in Japanimation. Like, that would just be awesome. I'll make some calls. Yeah. <laughs> James knows a guy for everything. He really does. He really does. So we're fifth place in the Pacific, 14 and 11, and we got four tough games coming up against the Sabres, Red Wings, Penguins, and Bruins. What are we thinking in this next week? It's going to be a rough one. I think Peter Budai is going to be starting three out of four of those games. Which puts Zadkov starting against the Penguins, Right, probably. yeah, because Zadkov's against the Penguins, and that, ugh. Out of the but teams you I don't want to. I think Zakoff will play great against the Penguins because look what happened to him while he was there. Uh, that's true. That's his former team. I actually kind of like that. I'd like to see that help him get over. But he did eighty percent. That'd when, be great. When Zakoff was with the Penguins and they came here and played against us, Zakoff started and he beat us. And he like it was like the next episode of like penguins 24 7 or whatever it was he goes thank you for letting me start against them that was awesome well you know when in the carolina game when they started him i was already not happy about that and and when they scored their third goal it was like three goals on 14 shots and when you go when you're going below 80 percent yeah on saves like that you you cannot win games that way and it seems like he hasn't hit his mark yet and that's scary to go up against you know a Stanley Cup team. Yeah, but that's when what I said earlier about the Kings play to their talent of the other team. Like they already beat the Penguins. They know how to play against them. You stop Malkin, Crosby, and Kessel, and you're going to be fine. 
And the I defense, like this guy. I mean, the defense, Dowdy, I mean, Dowdy shuts down anybody. Like, look what he That's, does in the yeah, Olympics. Like, absolutely. When he's up against Ovechkin, it's like Ovechkin's confused because he's like, I can't shoot the puck. This guy's always in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's a good point. Dowdy will stop whoever, you know, uh, Sutter tells him to. That No questions asked. It's going to happen. Dowdy is a hockey god. He, I like it, this guy. How are is. we going to win the other three games? I think, <laughs> are you saying we win the Penguins game? I, I'm saying we win the Penguins game. Yeah. Ooh, wow. I'm, okay. I'm saying it. Okay. Uh, I think the other games, who do we have tomorrow? Buffalo, right? Buffalo, yeah. We got, yep. Sabres and Red Wings, Penguins, Bruins. The two toughest teams to me. Are the Bruins mm-hmm. and the Penguins? Because Detroit, they're kind of on a downfall right here. They're they're barely making the playoffs now. Mike Babcock is no longer their coach, and I think he's like one of the greatest coaches yeah, to yeah. ever be born. They do have a losing record at home too, which is also nice to see. Yeah, and they don't have the Magic Man anymore. They don't have Dotsuk. Like that was like the king mm-hmm. killer right there. Dotsuk, yeah. what do you do against him? The guy right. is uh, insane with the puck. So yeah. without him on the ice, I I mean. I don't really see Detroit as I used to anymore where they're they're not a powerhouse to me. Buffalo, mm, they're just there. I mean, they're like a Carolina to me. I, so we'll I, lose. I think we, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, unfortunately, I think that's going to be a tough one tomorrow because the team, I think, arrived there today. So they have to adjust to East Coast time. So they may be tired. Right playing in that game because it's a three-hour time difference. 4 p.m. game And for then us. by the time we get to Boston and Pittsburgh, we're already adjusted to that time difference, so it's fine. And with with Buffalo, yeah, we may lose it, but, I mean, what can you do? You know, it's you're traveling for the first time in a while. Yeah. You're used to your home crowd. Now you're going somewhere where it's going to be cold as hell. You have to adjust to a time zone, and then you're playing against a lower – level type team it's usually cold on the ice <laughs> a good point and like 80 percent of the guys are from canada <laughs> but they're california so, yeah, yeah, they're true. california what do we say then i i uh i'm trying i'm i'm struggling with this i'm calling three and one i'm not calling the loss though no you All gotta right. call loss you always you always okay. lock me into it God damn, you're such a dick <laughs> i'm calling lost bruins yeah playing playing in boston in that arena is a tough game, no matter yeah. what team they put on the ice. But look what we did last year against Boston. Yeah, no, I, like I mean seven to one or we've something got, like we've that. We've got an answer to That's it. True. It's just you ask everybody playing in that arena is always a tough one. Because yeah, because the ice is always melting and yeah. the buildings <laughs> falling apart. The lights go out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a beat down arena. Plus, so I'll say I'm going to say two and two. Two and two. I feel like we win the first two, maybe lose the second two. Um, I, I I don't have that confidence with Zach Koff in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh's, <laughs> Pittsburgh's a good team, like Malkin and, and Crosby. Like, yeah, but you know who else is a good team? The Los uh, Angeles Kings. They are. Yeah, yeah. They are. What we're talking about. With Quick I, in the Net. You're right. I'd like to point out that Michael is the only one that has combated the hate couch. He's sitting on the hate couch yeah. and being positive about the team. He just doesn't well, know the aura of it th- yet. There's something about this couch that brings out the hate in everyone. Yeah, I wouldn't sit it's on that my, spot, though. It's Michael, because it pulls out. What do, Why what am do you I stuck? Think? <laughs> <laughs> That's Dennis's fault. I really hope you don't have a black light at home because you're going to be disgusted. <laughs> what do you think we're doing this week? I think tomorrow, I think we're going to go into OT. No surprise. Against the but, Sabres. <laughs> yep. I think we're going to go into overtime and we'll lose in a shootout just because I feel like our boys don't 
pull any moves in a shootout. Unless Dwight King. Oh, shut involved. your mouth with Dwight King. <laughs> <laughs> that guy got in the way of me watching hockey. Did you see that, that Twitter post I had? Mm-hmm. Sorry, go for it. So I think we're gonna we're gonna lose in a shootout to Buffalo. I think we'll take the Red Wings. I think we're going into OT against Boston, and I think we'll win it in OT with probably like within two minutes. And then I think we're just gonna take Pittsburgh. Think so we're three and one. Think wow. we're three and one. Love take them. Love that. And we're gonna. Team. And that's points in every game. Yeah. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, that is. Point, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I truly think we'll get a point in every game. I really do. That sounds pretty good, Jeff. You? I hope you're right. Wait, wait, you wait, know, wait. I'm always four zero. Yeah, four zero. Yeah. We're 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 gonna sweep. He's four zero when we true. play two games. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, all right. Before we go, these guys have tried to convince me, Michael, that there's something other than what goes on a cake called icing. And they claim <laughs> oh, that you are this hockey guru that can, could convince me otherwise. I would like to point out that he brought an official rule book. <laughs> this guy actually has a rule book. And by the way, this is not a rule book that looks like it's uh, was just bought at the store. Oh, that no. thing has it's clearly been, been used. 2013 to 2017, it's so a new edition is coming oh, out. Yeah, yeah. It, so we oh. just made it. He just ordered it on Amazon that as well, too. It's covered in the mail. He's a, he's a full-fledged official. So. <laughs> yeah. That's so I just got recertified. So. So, so, so there's something that exists called icing in hockey? Yes, it's actually rule 624, icing the puck. All right. And there's... Jeff's got his, or Jeff's got his notes out. Right I mean, now. it's... it's a, I'm, a I'm ready to write down the recipe. Do, do you want me to read what it says on here? Uh, I mean, you can give me the, the Paraphrase Cliff Notes it, yeah. version. So basically, icing is when the defending team is in their own zone and they clear the puck, whether it's a pass or they're just tired and they want to get rid of it, and it goes all the way down past the uh, other goal line, uh-huh. that's icing. Whether uh, The only time it can get waved off is if, say, Dowdy is on the point, and say Zidane Chara clears the puck, Dowdy reaches for it, and it goes under a stick, you can wave that off because he could have played it. Okay. The puck has to be playable in order for an icing to be waved off. If it hits any part of the other team's body, so if Zidane Chara clears the puck, and it hits Drew Dowdy's hand, skate, nicks his arm, hits his stick, icing is waved off. If Boston's on a penalty kill... They clear the puck. There's no icing there. They're allowed to do it. Legal. 100% legal. The only time it gets waved off is if the puck is playable or if it hits another player. That sounds pretty elaborate, and I don't believe you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine, because I'll let you read the rules once we get off this. That thing expired in 2017. (laughs) Good thing we're in 2016 for a couple more days. All right, fair enough. We got to get out of here. Michael, Timoney, thank you so much for joining us. Wait, wait, can I give another uh, story? Absolutely. You'll appreciate this one. This is why my hate for Vancouver. Oh, yes. Okay, so... When we it's not first... just because they're Canadian. <laughs> no, my dad was born in Toronto. Oh, now Jeff's the dick. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I have yes. an unnatural hate for Canada. <laughs> so when we played Vancouver that first time in the playoffs, I got to Staples Center, I think at like 10 a.m. And I didn't have to be there till like five. I was just so excited that I didn't want to be late because I figured the freeway was going to collapse when I had to be there. So 
I got there at 10 a.m. My bosses were like, hey, since you're here, can you help us, like, set these flags up? And I was like, absolutely. So I set up all the flags, and uh, they go, oh, once Vancouver's done practicing, we're going to have you go down there and wave one so we can see what it looks like in the arena. Cool, no problem. So uh, we get down there. Vancouver's done with their morning skate. And they go, all right, Michael, go for it. Start waving it. And I'm in, like, section, I think, like, 104, just, like, in the uh, handicap seats. And I'm waving the flag, waving the flag. I look down at the Vancouver bench, and there's Michael Samuelson facing me. And there's a puck right in front of him. He winds up, rips a slap shot over the glass, and it's coming right from my face. Oh. And I'm just looking like, wow, there's a puck coming for me. I don't move. It hits the wall right behind me, like right by my face, hits it. And I pick the puck up and I look at him. I shake my head and I give him a thumbs up like, okay. <laughs> okay, douchebag. Gotcha, dude. Wow. Right? Still have the puck, wrapped it in tape, wrote exactly who shot it at me, the date. Uh-huh. That game, I was like, there's going to be instant karma for him. That game, he took a puck to the face. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so ever since then, I was like, you know what, Vancouver? I don't like you guys. Blame Canada. Yeah. And Blame Canada. <laughs> I'm on board with that. And see, and most people think like, oh, it's because of the Sedins. No. My hate is because of the Sedins. Wow. The Sedin yeah. sisters? Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. unnatural. <laughs> There's another well, behind the scenes story. <laughs> Love, that. Love that. Well, we can't thank you enough for coming in, man. No, really thank you. Guys. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. This is great. That was awesome. Dennis so needs to go out of town more often. Yeah, really. You know what? Just stay in Chicago. Okay, yeah. stop pulling my arm. I'll come to every show. <laughs> come on back anytime. Absolutely. All right. We're out of here for this week. Follow us on Twitter at G-I-S King Show. And uh, if you like other sports in L.A., be sure to check out the Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles show. That's it for this week. I'm Jeff Wilson. That's James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, and again sitting in, Michael Timoney. We appreciate it. Go, Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! Go, Kings, go! Yeah.